Welcome to the WordPress Photography Podcast, the podcast for photographers who want to learn how to get the most out of WordPress to grow their photography business. You don't need to be a geek to understand WordPress. Settle back and listen as we show you how. Now, here's your host, Scott Wyden-Kivowitz. Welcome to episode 71. My name is Scott Wyden-Kivowitz, and I'm joined by my guest, Nate Grahek. Hi hey, guys. Nate, how's it going? Oh, it's so good. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Thanks for having me here. I'm just an honor yeah. to, to be a guest. <laughs> yeah, I was just on yours. So, hey, you know, whatever. <laughs> exactly. yeah. um, so, so as a reminder, at the end of the show, Nate will have an opportunity to ask you a question. You'll be able to answer that question on the episode page or on the YouTube channel, on Facebook, wherever you would like. So uh, a quick introduction to Nate. He is a photographer, an educator, a marketing technology nerd like myself, and, <laughs> and an entrepreneur. He is passionate about helping others do more of what they love. And after seeing his own portrait client's uh, reaction to, to the custom mobile apps that he was building for them, Nate founded Sticky Marketing tools which did it start with sticky apps or sticky it was folios? sticky sticky albums was the very sticky first albums. thing yep yeah. yep yep and now we've evolved into a lot more things but yeah yeah it so was- so nate's latest project uh the latest product the product that he's put out him he and his team is called sticky emails and it is fantastic uh wow. i've talked about sticky email i think a couple times on the show uh, I, I talk about it in my lead generation course and uh Whenever somebody says, I need an easy tool for this task, that's what I recommend. So uh, we will be talking about its benefits and a little bit uh, more about this whole concept of lead generation and other things related. Um, But before we get to that, I want to share one quick thing of WordPress-related news. WordPress 5.0 is out with the brand new block editor. (laughs) Yes. Um, They... If you recall in the last episode of the show, I said to install the Gutenberg plugin, that beta plugin. Um, oddly enough, WordPress 5.0 came out that day. So um, <laughs> it's been a very busy week watching the ups and downs of WordPress 5.0. But it is a, it is uh, the future of WordPress, uh, is the, this block editor. And... Uh, Matt Mulloweg just did his state of the word at WordCamp US, and he talks about what's coming in phase two, three, and four of of this whole block editor system. And there's a lot of positive things to come, so I'm excited about it. Um, I will link to the news piece from the WordPress.org site talking about this. You can read all about what's new in WordPress 5.0. Um, now, Nate, what is going on with you? What's new in your world? Oh, man, it's always changing, right? I think it's such a good <laughs> yeah. reminder that... There's all kinds of uh, benefits to any platform you bet on, uh, but we're never insulated from change. I yep. think that I, as when I was first getting into technology, I, I, I would get like, I remember how excited I would get when a new app would come out, a new phone, a new something to tinker with. And now that I have a business and a family, I'm almost 40 years old. <laughs> like this, I never, age doesn't matter, but I feel like now that, for, for like my late 30s, I would forget how old I was a lot. I was like, was I 36 or 37? But now I'm 39. It's like a good milestone. And anyway, I feel older. I know it's not old. It's Age is just an attitude. But we're busy. And I feel myself becoming a curmudgeon 
when things change nonstop, like, oh, I just want one thing to stay still and like <laughs> something I don't have to worry about check checking. And yeah. oh, it's just there's always something. But I think it's it's a good reminder of how much we need to invest in automation uh, because all of the old stuff we used to do doesn't work as well as it used to. We're all busier. Our, the people whose, whose attention we're trying to get, they're busier and our lives are busier. So we need to rely on on, on systems and automations. And I love finding new ways to do that. We can talk about some of my favorites today. Cool, cool. Yeah, you know, so uh, that is kind of where part of what our uh, topic is going to be today. Um, basically, we're going to talk about how to stay sticky in the cli- in your client's mind before, during, after session, and all the components that co- sort of make up that, that, uh, that whole concept. Um, right so to, to get the ball rolling, um, you feel that, uh, and I've heard you talk about this numerous times, that a lot of photographers' websites are broken, right? That, mm-hmm. they're, that they're not doing their main job. So what, what do you, th- what is, uh, what in your mind is the most important job of a photographer's website? Oh, so fun. I love talking about jobs. <laughs> I have jobs, like the, what's, what's really matters at the end of the day, right? Yeah. Um, I think to, to back it up one, one step, I think that it's important to think about as many of us are solo entrepreneurs, um, especially when I was starting my photography business, a lot of you have to do all of it, marketing, sales, mm-hmm. admin, shooting, edit, everything, right? It all ends on your shoulders. And I like to think about all of the, the software and the tools we get to use. It's, I think it's helpful to think of them as your team. So you're, you're giving kind of like hiring somebody, you're hiring your website to do a job for you. But typical of a lot of mistakes I've made, I think we've all made it as in hiring and growing a team is you, tr- you end up giving one thing or one person too many jobs. And what happens when any of us have had too many jobs, we do all of them poorly, right? Instead of doing one thing really great. And I had this cool aha. I've been talking about that idea for a long time. So what are some of the too many jobs we give our website? It's uh, it's to educate. It's to uh, show off our portfolio. It's Sometimes people are using it to show off like several different brands at once with multiple pages. It's got to be a blog. It's got to be portfolio. It's got to be about me. And there's got to be ways to contact you, schedule sometimes, um, talk about pricing information, and sometimes it's delivery. Like you're all like brand new visitors are, are have to sort through all of these possible doors, including one door, which is intended just for people who you've already like you've already worked with. You're de- going to deliver their their online gallery, et cetera. And they got to log in somewhere. So there's all of these things going on. And it means that the more we're adding, I would argue that the most important job that your website has is making a, an amazing first impression to brand new strangers. Um, and there's this idea, I think it was in having a conversation with you and other experts in our industry about this feeling that our websites aren't working. Like something broken. Like when we, when I first set up my website uh, for my portrait business, I would see all of this traffic, right? I think the one of the first pain points is you see people visiting your page, but you're not getting any calls. 
you're not getting any, your contact form, you've, you've tested it like 10 times, it's working, but nobody else is submitting anything on it. It's like, what is going on? And I had this aha moment in, in thinking about um, just this different stages we go through when, especially early on in starting a photography business. And I think it's that first phase, our photography website doesn't really have to do that much because most of our client base, when you think of your first 50 customers or your first 10 customers, most of them have come from your inner circle or from people that know you, or at least people that know your friends. And you've, there's a really solid trustworthy referral that's gotten you your first handful of clients. And they maybe they've sent people to your website and then they've submitted a contact form and then they've then reached out to you, right? Well, that doesn't really mean that your website is working. And I think as then time goes on and you go, man, I've got all these visitors on my site, but I'm not, get, I'm not getting any inquiries anymore. What's going on? How come people aren't reaching out? And it's making this leap from that. That's the challenge of really any business when it's first getting started. It's, it's one thing to, to get business from your, your inner market, your inner circle or the, like the, or friends of friends. Right. And making that leap, whether it's in six months or six years, you've got to make the leap into how can you sell and market your business to total strangers? How are you consistently and predictably turning total strangers into clients? And this is where I see not just our business, right? But so many businesses fail. They go out of business. 85% of, of portrait photographers go out of business in three years because they can't solve for this really hard challenge. Like, have you ever been hit up, Scott, by uh, what, like investment uh, retirement bankers or whatever? Like, um, I, I don't want to name names, but like some of the Amira <laughs> prize or something. I don't even know a lot about them, but have you ever been hit up by friends of friends <laughs> that way? No, I have not. No. So it's a, many of you guys listening may have. I just want to articulate that that is a business model. I'm a business model nerd where they, those companies are targeting kids fresh out of college who don't have any experience, don't have any experience building relationships with strangers. And they go, come get a job. And all they're hoping is that they're going to feel pressure to reach out to all of their friends and family. It kind of reminds me of like an MLM, like a, where mm -hmm. you're, anybody who's decent at sales and marketing, just a little bit, they put themselves out there to their friends and family. And they're able to get clients that way, right? But that whole system, that whole business model is designed to just chew, chew people up because they know less than 1% of those fresh out of college grads are going to turn into really effective salespeople that can actually go out and sell to strangers. They're just designed, come in, bring in 10 to 20 of the, of the people in your network that you know, using really sleazy, really manipulative tactics and then that's it. And then see you later. Um, so anyway, I digress. It's it's the point is it's a hard. I want to empathize with the photographers out there that making this leap from selling to people who know you or are or know your friends or know your circle, your friends and family, um, making that leap is really difficult. And yeah. so it don't feel like all of a sudden your website is broken when you reach this milestone in your business. 
know that your website probably never really was capable of doing this enormous lift, this lift from total total stranger who just discovered your work from a Google search or maybe from a referral or referral or some other partnership. You've got a stranger who's never heard of you or doesn't know who you are lands on your website. Yeah. So so, go ahead. Yeah. So, so at that point, right. So now we, we, we're talking about taking these people who don't know who you are and, and Mm -hmm. letting them get to know you, but also letting them, um, potentially fall in love with who you are and and what mm-hmm. you can offer for them. And this is where things that we're going to be talking about, like lead magnets, come in. And mm-hmm. now we've talked about lead magnets many times. Uh, people probably heard the phrase. What is What would you be your simplest definition of a lead magnet? I love it. So there's like lead magnet, there's lead generator. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah, any, all those different names for it. It's something that your target market wants to learn more about something that they care about learning about um, and something they're willing to um, they want bad enough that they're willing to give you their lead or their email address it's become the the most common standard way that all businesses are marketing online it really is the the most valuable thing any thriving company big or small it's yep what we call like a leading indicator, like a lot of businesses, they don't look at their, uh, their revenue this month to know where they're going to end up. Like they're looking at how many leads are they generating? How many leads do they yeah. have? Yeah. Cause they know consistently how, how many customers they can, um, get or turn convert from lead into customer. Yeah, and um, and, and lead lead magnets are are uh we'll, we're going to get into what lead magnets can do and how they can mm-hmm. be structured for photographers, but um, lead magnets can be something as simple as I will give you a discount coupon to mm-hmm. use in exchange for email address. This is something yeah. that Old Navy does, L.O. Bean does, even the Bruce Lee Foundation does for their for you know for their online store. Like it's yeah, everybody. It's a yeah, everybody. This is this is it's so common. Um, yeah. So, for photographers, so the, I, I want to start. I want to start yeah. here. So before we go into what what a lead magnet is, and I've got all kinds of we, you and I are going to love ranting about different types <laughs> and how to make them and the pros yeah. and cons. But let's stop here. I think that there's a there's a point where we need to make a case for that. It's even though it's there's like everybody's doing it. Well, the counter argument you might be thinking to yourself is, well, is it too late? Should I still do it? And here's why I think you still should. Um, number one, if we go back to it's your website cannot book you clients. It, it, there's no website out there on the planet that can consistently turn a total stranger and turn them into a booking. That just doesn't happen. And back in the day when we weren't busy, we would remember things and we would bookmark things and all of this stuff, all of these ways to like come back to a site that we that we loved. That just doesn't happen anymore, right? We're too bombarded. We're too overwhelmed. And so even when you're lucky enough to get a visitor on your site, they are not ready to book you. I like to make this, this analogy. We should always be going back to our roots, going back to what, how did marketing and business and all and communication work before the internet? Because when we act like we would in person online on our websites, 
that's what works. And we should always use that as a guide. Don't ever do something on your website that you wouldn't do in person. So for example, if you're meeting a, a, a stranger at a networking event, or you're at like a, 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 a kid's birthday party and another parent asks you, oh, well, you're a photographer, you do family photography. You're like, yeah, yeah, it's cool. It shows some work. You would never leave, go to leave that kid's birthday party and be like, oh, hey, would you like to book a session? Here, yeah. let's get, let's like, you just wouldn't ever do that. But our websites do. And, rem- and when you're, whenever you're discouraged about people not entering their information into your contact form, um, don't get discouraged because here's what I have to say about that. Num- number one, you probably have way too many questions, too many too soon. The more questions you have on your contact form drastically hurts how many people will take the time to submit it. And I would argue that most of the people who will fill out your contact form, they the only reason they will fill it out is because they've likely already decided they want to hire you, right? And so that's just one tiny little sliver of a percent. They've decided some other way or they've, they've maybe it's their third or fourth visit to your website. But what about everybody else? What about those strangers who it's the first time they've met you, the first time they have any idea about what you do? And that is who we need to start skewing our website design and strategies towards because that's 95% of the visitors on your site are first time visitors are strangers, and they just want to learn more about what you do. And a lot of them don't really understand what it is. What does it mean to hire a photographer? And for better or worse, I think that being, this is one of the hardest parts of being a portrait photographer. We compare our job to say a car salesman or some other commodity, right? Like most customers go into the other places to buy something where they know exactly what they want. They don't need a person. They don't need to interact with a human anymore at all. It's all just like, right. go to Amazon, buy the thing. I know what I want. Stop talking to me, right? Tesla. Whereas, yeah, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> totally eliminated it, right? But yeah. with photography, it's so different. And people, we need to remind ourselves that, that most consumers have no idea what has happened in our industry over the last 10 years, what products are available, how the pricing structure, how you do pricing different than anybody else just for the sake that you are 100% unique compared to any other photographer means that it's really hard to figure out how to choose a photographer. And we need to, instead of being annoyed by it, we need to empathize with our visitors on our sites and get and helping them understand our world, knowing that they can, there's no way they can understand everything you know in the three minutes they're on your site. You've got to break it up. You've got to give them just a little bit of taste, something that they can learn a little bit about you and then spread it out over time. All yeah. right. Sorry for that's the rant. So now that's why you need to <laughs> offer an email, like a lead magnet. Right. Yeah. And last point, why do you think people should still, why is it still worthwhile? I mean, is, is it too late? Our inboxes are full. Everything's going to the promo tab. Why do we still try to do email marketing? Yeah. So, um, you know, people especially with 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 something like a lead magnet for a photographer if they're filling it out they want to know what you're going to give them so um by getting in their in in their inbox they're going to be looking out for unlike 
you know, uh, you go to Old Navy, you get the coupon code, and then they're going to be spamming you with like tons mm-hmm. of, hey, we got a sale today and a sale the next day and a sale the next day. Mm-hmm. People are going to start unsubscribing and deleting and right. whatnot. But yep. when it's a photographer, when it's something that they know that they want uh, way more than they want the next pair of jeans from Old Navy, they're going to open that email in the inbox. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so, mm-hmm. so when it comes to the email, lead magnets can either be sending a document that the person can download yep. or it could be a series of emails or it could be something else. It could be a webinar. It could be a bunch yep. of things. Yeah. Um, what do you think is the most effective, the, the, the best way to stay? I'll get your, to my, yeah, I'll get, I'll get to my, my favorite one. I'll, I'll add yep. my, my two cents to why still like to your point. Yes. This channel is getting full. Yes. We rely on more stuff is coming into our inbox. Right. But it's, still the best channel. It's still where we want to communicate. Maybe we've moved our our closest connections, like our friends and family to Messenger, uh, whether it's Facebook or or what's um, Apple's Messenger or whatever, like that's where we do really close personal. Like we, we, I don't really want a company to message me. Like I read all of my messages, right? That's for my brother, my wife, my family, my mom. That's super, super tight circle, right? I still really want to communicate with the brands I respect, the educators I respect, the leaders in our industry. I want to, when I, when I choose to go into my promo tab or to go into my inbox and consume content from the ones I care about. That's still where we, we as consumers want to interact with companies and with service companies, right? And to your point, yeah, I don't, I'm just going to gloss over coupons from Old Navy but when it's somebody in my city, when it's a person that I've said, yeah, I want you to teach me something, I'm going to read that email. I care yeah. to have it an email. Okay. Yeah. So do you, you've got a good offer. Um, like it's a, somebody, I, let's just use one example. I think that, that, that works well across um, several portrait niches. There's one is like how to choose seven tips for how to choose X photographer. Or you could do um, seven tips for taking better pictures with your smartphone. So there's the all of the benefits around you being positioning yourself as a and as an expert. So because they're not really in the market today to hire a photographer, but you just become sticky on their mind. And when they do decide, when they are in the market to hire a pro, or they have a friend who is, you are the one they think of. Because, yep. because guess what happens is every time they go to take a picture of their kids, they're thinking of what you taught them. Oh yeah, composure. Oh yeah, let's not stick them in front front of the sun. Let's flip around and have the sun on our backs. Oh, that's such a good tip. My pictures look so great. And it's when you can embed yourself in your client's mind, your potential client's minds like that, they aren't even reading an email from you right now. They're just taking a picture of their kid, but some tiny part of their brain is thinking about you and, and there's yeah. gratitude. Like, oh my gosh, I'm smarter. I'm doing better because of this, this awesome photographer. And they're teaching yep. their friends like, hey, look at this cool trick. I love, because how, how often as photographers, we all get asked, um, and, and, and I just volunteer when I'm like out traveling and everybody wants cool pictures. My wife's like, fine, go help them. Like, I'll go take the picture. <laughs> and I'll and I'll go, I'll take like a bunch of pictures. I go ding, ding, and they're like, did you take it already? And and they're like, what do you mean? It's like, what 
we didn't see you hit the the, the, the shutter button. It's like, no, 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 the volume down on an, an iPhone right. is the shutter. And they're like, what? I can push volume down and take a picture. It's these little <laughs> things that you know that you don't think are important that yeah. literally blow people's minds. And when more you're having that experience and you're sharing your wisdom, that is the type of marketing that grows. Okay. So yep. you've got a cool content, cool wisdom. We've convinced you that you have something that uh, that your potential target clients, ideal clients, that they care about learning more about. All right. So now we've convinced you of that. Now what? How do you deliver this education? Um, when they give you an email, you have an autoresponder set up that delivers either a video of you teaching about it, maybe a PDF or an ebook or dun 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 a email sequence so let me get super nerdy right now this <laughs> is where i this is, i actually learned this from one of my mentors um who founded a huge online marketing company um so here's the difference is when you are getting their attention with your with your form or your pop-up or whatever it is it says hey would you like seven free tips on how to take better pictures with your smartphone? And I'll send you this ebook. Think about it. I and mean, you guys have all felt this way subconsciously. I want to bring it to your consciousness. Somebody's gotten your attention for like seven awesome ways to edit your photos in Lightroom or improve your workshop. Like you're like, yeah, yeah, I want to learn those. You got my attention. I want to learn that. But why do I need to give you my email address? It's a PDF. Just give me the darn link. Like I just link me to the thing you got my attention about. It feels very um, bait and switchy. There's a lot right. of reasons why we call it lead magnet. A lot of, for many years, it was called lead bait. And I don't, so number one, that feels kind of weird. That like, mm -hmm. why do you, you don't necessarily need it. But here's where it starts to get even worse is you're like, fine, here's my email address. Your customers would do this too. Like, fine, here's my email address. And then they go check their inbox, they download the PDF and they're like, oh, cool. Here's some negatives. No, we, they, we scan websites, we don't read them. We scan eBooks, we don't really read them. All that content dumped at once, they're gonna scan it once and forget about it. They're not ever gonna come back to it again because they're always busy. And having it, having that PDF is like this big uh, tension relief. And so they're like, oh, cool, I have it. They intend maybe to come back to it, but most of them never do. Um, but now some marketers and maybe you want to continue to nurture and to, um, to, to build rapport with this potential client, right? With, with this lead. So you want to send not just one email, but multiple emails. But the problem is you didn't earn permission. Seth Godin talks a lot about permission-based marketing. This is it right here is you've earned permission to send them a PDF. You have not Unless you make it super, super explicit and have them opt in and say, hey, would you also like to get added to my newsletter where I'm going to send you weekly tips or monthly tips like this? And they're like, yeah, I would. Okay, that's different. But a lot of marketers don't. They just, oh, how, how are you liking the PDF? And it's like seven emails later. That is what I would call spam. You're not earning the permission to send those additional follow-up emails. All right. Now let's talk about the better way. And to, I'll be honest, like for many years, any photographer who had that first strategy I just talked about in place, crushing it so much better than not having anything, right? Just yep. even that one email lead, like totally powerful. Now let's go to the holy grail. 
when you get their attention with an email course. That's the only thing you're changing. You say, hey, would you like to download my free seven-day email course on how to take better pictures with your smartphone? People are like, oh, yeah, that, that sounds cool. I want it. I want that information. I want to learn from you. Okay, cool. It looks like you're an expert. That picture looks cool. I want to do that. Oh, it's an email course. That means you need my email address. Like it does, it, it, it handles that subtle difference of like, it's a PDF, just give me the link. Like, no, 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 it's an email course that I'm gonna drip to, I'm gonna send to you one a day over seven days. Perfect, totally in alignment. Um, I could go on a huge tangent about how we uh, build trust, that huge gap between a stranger and a booking, closing that giant chasm that's all about trust. So one way we, we build trust so that they can actually feel comfortable hiring us is by being credible, by showing that you're an expert, by giving awesome wisdom and information, by doing what you say you're going to do and just delivering them the information like that. But it's these subtle little consistencies. Like when we can't, when we meet somebody in person, we're always subconsciously looking at, are their words matching their body language? But we don't have that online. There's no body language. There's no, there's just words. And when you say, um, Hey, would you like this free thing? Give me your email address and I'll mail you a PDF. Like, that's not aligned. That's like, that's not perfectly aligned. There's this tiny little road bump. That's very subtle and sometimes mostly unconscious, but it really matters. Okay. You've got them excited to get your email course. Now on the back end, they've said, yes, I want to get it. So now they go check their email and they love, they consume it. And then you tell them, okay, tomorrow I'm going to do this. They're expecting it. Yeah. And you've earned permission. You've told them up front that this is a seven-day email course. They, so they know they're going to get those emails. And all your, those seven emails are not going to get, um, they're going to get read. You're, you're uh, breaking it down over time, right? There's all yeah. of these tiny little benefits that really add up into huge value. So you just uh, briefly touched on something that I want to uh make note of that I, I want to make sure that everybody heard that at the end of the first email, right? And mm. the end of the second email and so on, you specifically say, tomorrow, mm-hmm. I'm going to send you and talk, we're going to talk about this, right? Yeah, you're saying, on this day, right, tomorrow, mm-hmm. or in two days, you're going to get another email or something like that. You're telling people you're putting a, a date on something mm-hmm. that you that they know, okay, I know to check my email again, tomorrow or whenever was just told to me, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're making sure that now, not only did you teach somebody something, give them something of, of immense value, but you're telling them you're giving even more value mm-hmm. on so-and-so day. So um, I want to make sure that uh, it's people huge. realize. It's, yeah. I think that what is, what's hard about learning online marketing like this is all of these tiny details they're, we aren't even really conscious of these tactics when we're going through it. Like it's been years. We've all been opting into these things and, and subscribing to newsletters and getting PDF. We've been doing this for years, but we're not really conscious of the little things that work and the little things that don't. Um, because it's most of our purchasing decisions are happening in the unconscious, right? So you really have to slow down and break apart all these little tiny details. Um, and it's, like to your point, just the simple detail of saying, hey, in the next email, look, watch out for this. 
And on, on, on one hand, it's, it's building anticipation and, and they're at, maybe they are consciously looking forward and they're going to go look for the email. Even if they're not, that's okay. At the foundation, it's earning permission. You're not a, there's, you always want to be breaking things down into like old way, new way, spam, engagement, like spam versus like a gift or an authentic value you want to send people, right? Uh, an interruption of a, a spam out of the blue, that is not going to work. And it's actually becoming illegal in many parts of the world. Right. Um, really good stuff. Okay. What, where else should we go from here? So, so you're sending uh, I, emails, then what? Yeah. So I want to, I want to, uh, bring in something that, uh, is another, piece of technology that you and I love in this and talking about video, right? Mm -hmm. How can we incorporate video into this whole concept? And I have, I have my ideas, but I want to hear from you, uh, which I'll chime in after you do your spiel. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. There is, so I get excited. Everybody knows I founded sticky email. I'm a tech, I have a software company. Of course, there's cool things I love about that. But it's funny this last year, I've been more excited to talk about Loom or use Loom or Soapbox or with Wistia's tool. I've been more right. excited to talk about these software tools than anything else. Like I go to dinner parties with my wife and I'm asking everybody, like, have you heard of these video tools yet? And they're like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> oh my gosh. There's no, here's my big dramatic like lead in is as a technologist, a huge nerd, I'm always trying new things, new tools, new tactics, new way to use old tools. Right. There has never been something that has changed my my life, my personal life, and my business life of what my day-to-day looks like. More that has not usually we just make these little incremental things. Like I haven't had like a a, a really disruptive change in how I do work ever, really. So that is the big overly dramatic lead-in. And it, it's using one-to-one video messages or one to really short, unedited, really raw, just quick turn on my webcam, like five minutes or less, one-to-many video messages where I'm sharing my face, I'm sharing my screen, and I'm sharing my voice. And that I could do a whole, I have done full courses about multiple different ways you can use it, but let's zero it back in and talk about how you can use a very simple video message to make an amazing first impression to strangers on your website. So what is the most common request? If it's not for a booking, Scott, what's the most common request that you and you think other photographers are getting from strangers that are just maybe reaching out? So how much is it gonna be? (laughs) Can I get the digitals? Can I, why do I, why is your eight by 10 so expensive? Why can't I get, just get the digitals? What are your prices? Because we talked at the beginning, they don't know exactly what they want. They don't know what's available and what happens in an industry when we're making a purchasing decision about things we don't really know about. Number one, we rely on referrals a, a lot. We we're like, this is, this is confusing. I don't want to learn it. I don't want to understand it. Who's somebody that can refer me so I don't have to do any of this stuff? They, I, somebody I trust says, yep, it's cool, it's reasonable, it's a good value. Okay, here I am, let's do it. But if they don't have that, where do we go? Price. 
Price is always this common denominator of, well, I don't know what else to compare you to other photographers by, because I don't understand anything else, but I know I understand price. And so that is why everybody asks that. And I think that you and I both have seen, unfortunately, in public and in private, uh, Facebook groups and everywhere else, photographers really frustrated with this reality. Really, because it's it's offending. I mean, I can I've been there like it's so demoralizing to feel like we've put ourselves out there as artists saying I am good enough. Darn it. Like I've put in hours and years of blood, sweat and tears and learning to perfect my craft so much so that I believe I can start a business and do a business taking pictures and doing all of this work for people. And when somebody's like, how much do you cost? It's just like a kick in the gut, right? It's so hard to stay strong and confident and feel like you're valuable and worth all of it when you're most of the messaging you're ever getting from inquiring people is why are you so expensive? I don't get, I don't, I don't see the value. So if you're frustrated with this value, here's one of the big reasons I'm going to go list a lot of benefits of using this tactic, but I think emotionally it's important that you create systems that buffer um, yourself as an artist from that, from things that emotionally drain you. Like we, you need to create healthy boundaries so that you, cause I don't know about you. Every time I would get one of those emails, no, here's what would happen. I would go, Oh shit. It's like, I'm in the middle of dinner with my kids and my family. And I like, I, I was like, Oh, I got to reply to this because if I don't reply right now, I'm going to lose out on this opportunity. Yep. And then I start going through old emails. I'm trying to copy and paste. And I'm like, how can I say it night like this way again? And I, I want to express like the, 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 the real value that I bring to the table. And it takes me 20, 30 minutes to write this email out all for them to never answer, never reply ever again, <laughs> or to come back and, and complain like, what, why are you so expensive? And yeah. that experience is so emotionally depleting because it, it rips us out. Every time it comes in, it rips us out of our, uh, whatever we are working, whatever we happen to be doing in that given moment. Um, and it takes and, us and, out. And you could have, you could have t- saved all the time that you were looking for emails and trying to copy and paste and, 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 and reply with something that has no emotion behind it to just looking at your phone and recording a quick video to the person and sending it as a reply. Yeah, totally. So, um, so that we don't get too stuck in the weeds. Let's let me, if it's okay. Um, I I've got an actual free course that goes step mm-hmm. by step through this strategy. I'll give the link. It's totally free to check it out. And I give links to the tools to use. They're all free. I give you a copy to use what to say and how to say it on camera. I know you're scared to do it, but I promise you, uh, it's going to change your, your business. It's change your life the way it, I've seen it change mine and so many others. So let's talk about what I believe it, we, we've, we've made it so far on this, like this awesome, holy grail of marketing on your site is you can say, Hey, would you, thanks for checking us out. Thanks for visiting today. Would you like our free guide or our free email, seven day email course on how to take better pictures with your smartphone? So that's, that's like one notch up. So let's do a cherry on top. And it's one tiny little tweak to this opt-in form and you combine the value. 
So Gary Vaynerchuk, we've talked about this idea that all marketing needs to start with a gift. It's jab, jab, jab. It's give, 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 give your wisdom, give things that are free, that scale, that don't drain you, all of these things, right? So let's combine this offer with the thing we know they want. They want to see your pricing, right? And stop resisting this. Stop being discouraged and angry and whatever you want to be like, and just give them a sneak peek. Um, so I mean, I'm going to come back to the details in a second. So the big, big picture is you say, uh, want to see, okay, Hey, want to get our, our free download, our free seven day email course, along with our 2019 pricing guide or investment guide. So it's this great value you're earning, you're getting their attention with two awesome things, you know, they care about your pricing information that all they're always going to ask for anyway, and some cool tips. But like your wisdom. And so that's going to convert more traffic to lead. More people are going to take that offer because of this like sandwich effect. You're giving two awesome things. Yeah. And now you're earning permission again to send them your tips and to send them your pricing information. Okay. So now let's talk about how should you deliver pricing information? <laughs> uh, again, I've got a, my, an ax to grind here. Uh, I think it's typically we've, there's like, um, I, I did this, the same journey that I see my, myself and so many photographers take is version one is a bunch of emails. <laughs> it's like you're copying and pasting and storing them and it's answering a thousand different ways. Version two is we finally buckle down and create a PDF guide, right? And that's a really important milestone because when a, I think what happens is when photographers finally stick their neck out and say, you know what? I am worth it. Here is my price. Here is, here's how I'm going to make a living at this and actually make a reasonable hourly wage so that I can save for retirement, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And that moment is huge. And I want to celebrate it for everybody that's accomplished it and who's striving to get there. Um, however, as soon as we've created this document, whether it's a PDF or something beautiful, there's a lot of templates out there. I know Design Aglow and others make beautiful, like right. they're designed to be like printed, like printed magazines that you can sit with your clients and go through all of your packages and all of your beautiful products, right? But oftentimes, number one, they're probably not very beautiful unless you've got a really great designed, well-designed template. Number two, the file is probably huge and it's not going to be formatted well on a mobile device where most people are going to be trying to read it. Um, and it's going to have a lot of your detailed size, material, and price. And we're talking about an inquiring client who's never met you before. They are never going to understand the value of a 24 or 36 by 24 canvas and why it should cost a thousand dollars. Like they're just going to see size number and go, what? Like they will never understand that. So I think that's the biggest, the next biggest mistake photographers are making is they're answering these questions with an email, with an attachment to their complete PDF pricing guide. Nobody, they, the same way, um, you need to take it off your website. I think we missed that step. Some people do put their all of their detailed pricing on their website. It's like, no, no, no. People are just going to look at it and then peace out because they're not going to see the value associated with sizes and materials that they don't understand. Um, same thing's going to happen if you deliver it via a PDF. And for many years, what's been taught by the best 
thriving photographers is you, you kind of keep this close to your chest and you just get an inquiry and then you'll only talk about it over the phone or in person. And I think that's great. And I think that is the only time that somebody should ever see your complete pricing guide with all of your detailed everything, right? That's the only time is when you are there ideally sitting right next to them where you and your personality can explain and answer questions and, and articulate why a, a metal print and they can see it on the wall and they go, oh, that's why I need something that big to fit over a couch. Like an eight, eight by 10 isn't enough. Okay, now I get it. Your PDF guide will never communicate that. So that's the only time you should show them all the details. Um, what's the problem? Well, while in person is, of course, the, the, the most effective, um, the most powerful way to sell and market yourself and educate your potential clients. I think that um, we can all, I've heard numbers all over the place. For every in-person meeting or consult you get, you should be converting at least eight to nine to 10 out of 10 meetings you have, right? Huge high conversion rate. When you get face-to-face, -face, you do great, right? If you're, if you're not converting like seven, at least seven out of 10, that means that you're taking meetings with too many people that aren't your, your perfect client. You should be doing a little bit more education before you take that meeting. Um, but on the flip side, when it requires that you're meeting with somebody, that has a limit. There's a finite limit on you and your time. So what can we do that scales better? Uh, knowing that there's this really short window when somebody's on your website, they've got eight, 20 tabs open with all of the wedding photographers in their city or family or whatever they're looking for. And they submit a form because they want to see pricing. There's a, the clock's ticking, right? Um, <clears throat> you, you don't want them to have to wait to, for your phone call or for an in-person consult. They're just going to move on to somebody else who will just give it to them now. They're like, there's zero patience. They want it now. So how do we close this gap of something that scales so that they can consume it and they don't have to wait for you in person um, and something that, that starts to even scratch at the surface of, of showing why you are worth it and why your products you create are worth it. Video. So you, what you can do is instead of a PDF, Step one that I teach in this free course is I believe you want to create, whether it's another PDF or I, I think there's a lot of benefits of using, we've got a sticky folio pricing guide. It's a one page simple site. And it's so funny how every week we get somebody saying, Nate, why can't I add more details? I, I, want, I have eight packages and I want, I, there's only room for me to add four packages. Like, dude, A, you don't need eight packages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's okay. a lot. That's a right? lot. <laughs> and they're like, oh, there's only there's only room for like six products, and I've got a bunch of products I want to show. Guys, stop trying to be that thorough. When this you're building something for a stranger. If you were meeting somebody for the first time in a coffee shop, you would never try to show them everything. Stop yeah. trying to show strangers everything, right? It it so turns people off and it's hurting your business. Instead, you create a preview, a tiny little teaser. They're asking for your pricing. Just answer that question. They don't know what they're really asking for. They're not asking for every little detail. They just want to get a sense. Is this in my ballpark? Is this person at all what I think they are? Just give me a sense, right? 
So that's all you need to answer. It's a super stream down. We need to show number one, when we're all pissed off about inquiries saying, why can't I just get the digitals? Well, do you have any pictures of your products and the, the artwork you create in your marketing? If all you're showing is digital images, we can no longer be surprised if that's all of the type of client we are attracting, because that's all you're showing. But if in your blog and your website and your pricing guides, you are showing your artwork on people's walls. And again, I'll shout out to Design Aglow. You can buy mock-ups. If you don't have pictures of your work in people's homes yet, go buy these mock-ups that show artwork, show canvases and frames and metal prints, et cetera, in people's homes. That you need to show what you sell. You don't, if you yep. don't want to just sell digitals, you need to show your artwork in, in people's homes. Okay. So that's the first thing you need to show in this teaser online guide. Um, and then just a little bit, say our packages start at this, our products start at this. You save a bunch of money when you buy a package, et cetera, et cetera. But to be honest, the best way to help you understand this is to schedule a quick phone call or an in-person consult where I can show you samples and we can talk about exactly what you, you need and what you want to create. Click the link below to schedule a phone call with me or come into the studio and, and see, see samples, right? Oh my God, how much better is that? What, what, imagine that impression. That's just the document, the online like pricing guide. But here comes the, the super like cherry on top with whipped cream is you take a Loom video, you turn on your webcam, you record your screen and you record uh, your voice and you in four minutes share this intro online pricing guide. And you say, hey, I'm Nate Grohek Photography. Thank you so much for taking the time to, to check us out. You know what? It's really hard to choose a family photographer today. There's so many different options and choices and everybody does things differently, which is why I made this guide for you. I'm going to share with you a little bit about it, but know that the best way to answer the questions is to meet face to face. But here's a quick intro. We really pride ourselves in, of course, having a blast on the shoot, but it's creating heirloom quality albums for each and one of our clients so that you have all of the images from the shoot in this gorgeous heirloom that you can look at at any time with your whole family and pass it on for generations to come. Ours, instead of doing something, instead of you having to worry about designing it and, and getting it from some online vendor where the quality isn't quite as, as, as great, we do all the design for you and we print it on these amazing lay flat albums that are designed to last for generations. So that's me just improvising what you could say on a video and imagine that video floating on the page. So while they're scrolling down and looking at your pricing guide, as if you were there shoulder to shoulder with them looking at it, you get to introduce yourself. You get to share your why, why being a photographer is so powerful. And you get to tease a little bit and say, I think the number one question you need to answer for them is our best clients love working with us because, because of the experience you create and because of these products that we create and this artwork that we create for them. As a reminder, click the link below to schedule a meeting with us. So if you guys, I'm hoping, I know this is a podcast and video. I'm hoping you can imagine that. I'll have links I can share of examples of what this all looks like. But that, and I also have the link to the training that step-by-step -step shows you guys how to build this with any tool you have at your disposal today in all free tools, no editing, 
no um, no rendering things in like iMovie and becoming a video editor. You don't need a nice camera to do the video. It's just right on your computer. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be sure to share that in the show notes. Um, so uh, we do have to wrap this up. So uh, I have two things for you. The, the first is, uh, so a lot of photographers are not as tech savvy as we are that are not technology nerds like we are. Um, so the whole idea of lead generation and and uh, what to write in the emails and, and, and things like that, it confuses a lot of photographers. It mm-hmm. frustrates them. So uh, if only there was a tool to make that whole process easier. Is there a tool like that available? Scott, you're the <laughs> best, dude. I love it. Um, I for, for a long time, uh, I was spending a ton of time. Te- I love teaching email marketing. I was teaching it for the last several years. And I think we've hit a cool spot in our industry where more and more photographers are caring and know- knowing they need to do it. Um, but I was really getting discouraged when I would take on um, I was mentoring other photographers in my city and I would see the two big places they got stuck was what the heck should I write? And then once I've, if they made it past that enormous hurdle of sitting down and writing 10 emails, that's a huge ask for a creative to sit at a blank screen and just write something out. The second big challenge was what tools do I use for the form and how do I connect the form to this and how do I schedule the timing and all of how do I set it all up? And my team uh, convinced me <laughs> to launch Sticky Email and solve those two problems because I didn't want to launch another email marketing platform. There are dozens, probably hundreds out there. Um, none of them have been built by and for photographers. And so if we were going to do it, I said, we need to solve these two problems in a really unique way. And we're doing that for photographers because we know and have connections with people like you and other amazing authors and writers. So we have pre-written email sequences. So when you sign up, you get access to a library by portrait genre, wedding, family, newborn, boudoir, et cetera, um, with like seven to 10 emails already written for you. And as we all know, it is so much easier to be an editor than an author. So we've got all that stuff done. And then we connect it automatically. We can give you the forms to put on any website and we schedule and handle all of the, the, the email sending and timing and automation for you. Um, something I'm probably the most proud I've ever been uh, of my team of creating something um, pretty amazing. I'll end here. I know I could go on and on and on. Thank you so much. But here's my last little thing. Why I, If we bring it all the way back to the beginning about yeah. how busy our lives are. Um, so now with seven years since I had that cool idea of custom mobile apps, and then that turned in sticky albums and sticky folios with a bunch of cool marketing tactics and landing pages, um, for many years, we were helping photographers with their marketing, kind of like a gym, like a, a, a gym membership where photographers were getting value when they came to the gym, right? <laughs> they were, it was working and helping them with their marketing when they used it. And we have amazing success stories, and it's been an honor to be able to have this be my job. But I was always frustrated with how many people weren't able to make time to execute on some of the tactics that worked. Hmm. Where I contrast that with the success we're seeing with sticky email is it's fully automated. You give me an hour to set it up, 
And it's a totally different type of task where you're investing in a project that's going to give back to your business for years to come. If you, once you get it live, when you have a form live on your site, you don't have to log back in. If you forget to log into Sticky for six months, that's okay. Because for a whole six months, you're going to be converting traffic on your website into leads and the automated emails we're sending on your behalf are going to be nurturing those leads and turning them into real warm meetings and and bookings. Uh, so it's something I'm really proud of. And I, I yeah, and now, guys, and, go ahead. Yeah, and now, and now not only are photographers using your tool on a daily basis, whether they log in or not, they're using right. it on a daily basis, but yeah. you're also working for photographers now on a daily basis. It's like a nice circle of um, just good, good going all around, you know, um, you created something so useful for photographers and you made it seriously the easiest I've ever seen something like this. And I've tried a lot wow. of email marketing tools. It doesn't get any easier. Um, Dude, so, that means a lot, Scott. Thank you so much. We, I, yeah. um, it was a long road. Uh, in, we've had a lot of versions of how we've approaches to the way we we've built software. Um, but I can't, I got to give past credit to my team. Um, my f- lead designer and of uh, creative and, and, and interface and u- user design and how you use the software. Um, he's a wedding photographer part-time. He crushes it. He's so amazing. So he knows what it's like. And he, when, when I told him we were going to build email marketing, he's like, really? I've never done that before. I was like, that's okay. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. I want you to design a software that works for you. For somebody who's never wanted to do email marketing before because it's been confusing, we're going to yeah. break the mold and do it in a simple, clean, professional way. And he just knocked it out of the park. I'm so lucky yeah. to have really talented people like that on my team. Um, so I think 80% of my team have been or are still working photographers. Uh, and it really shows in the products we built. So thank yeah. you, Scott, for that, that, that compliment coming from a fellow tech nerd and marketing nerd, it really, really means a lot. So thank you so much for the opportunity to be here. It was a blast. Yeah, totally. Um, So to to wrap up, uh, this is an opportunity for you to ask our listeners a question. Mm -hmm. So uh, fire away. What would you like to ask the podcast listeners? All right. I am a huge book nerd. I go through phases of reading a bunch of business books and then I, I, it's hard to make time. Um, But I want to know what business book you've read ever, whether it's in the last six months or one you read when you first started, what had the most impact on your business? Which book is it? I'd love to hear. And I'd love to have, I'd love to have you on my new show in the photography marketing mastermind and interview you about your favorite marketing book and how it impacted your business. So let me know in the comments. I can't wait to see what you guys come up with. Awesome. Well, thank you, Nate, for joining the show today. I'm very happy you're able to join. Uh, You can find the show notes and where to find Nate. And we'll link to everything that he's mentioned, Loom, Soapbox, and his his marketing courses and so on. Everything will be at imagely.com slash podcast slash 71. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and everywhere podcasts are found. Until next time. You've been listening to the WordPress Photography Podcast. To listen to other episodes and to subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and more, please visit imagely.com forward slash podcast.